Welcome to On Investors Minds. I'm Tai Hui, the Chief Market Strategist for Asia Pacific at JP Morgan Asset Management. And thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time to learn about what investors are focusing on right now and how that fits in with your portfolio construction and as allocation. In this episode, I'd like to explore the investment opportunities in Asian equities. Let's start with a macroeconomic environment and some of the market-specific issues relating to Asian equities. As usual, we will have the three key summary takeaways at the end. MSCI Asia X Japan Index saw negative return in 2021, 2022, and year-to-date in 2023. But we think the wind could be changing for the better. And let's start with the basics. APAC X Japan corporate earnings for 2023 and 2024 are forecasted to be at a contraction of 9.1% and an expansion of 18.9% respectively. The contraction in earnings growth this year is largely on the back of earnings contraction in Taiwan and South Korea, despite double-digit growth in India and Hong Kong. Now, the good news is that this is expected to turn around next year, with Taiwan and South Korea forecasted to generate 22% and 70% EPS growth respectively, as inventory destocking should pave the way for more production next year. Is this upswing realistic? We think so. There's a strong relationship between Asia X Japan corporate earnings and Asia X China export growth. Now, this is not to say that all Asian companies do is export. There are plenty of companies that focus on their domestic markets, but export helps to explain a large proportion of the volatility in corporate earnings in this region. The manufacturing purchasing manager indices for Korea and Taiwan have started to improve, even though they're still below the key threshold of 50. For South Korea, year-on-year contraction in exports has swung back to positive for the first 20 days of October. The same applied to the September export data for Taiwan. Even though we are at an early stage of recovery, this provides a more solid backdrop for 2024. In terms of valuations, Asia X Japan is trading at 1.5 times price to book. And historically, a price to book level of below 1.5 times typically provides a high probability of delivering a positive return over the subsequent one year. So the market as a whole should experience earnings improvement and the current valuation is attractive. While cash rates are still elevated in many Asian markets at this point, we believe this should gradually decline over the next 6-12 to 12 months and this could make high dividend equities more appealing. Moreover, improvement in corporate earnings should also kick off another round of dividend growth in Asia, as the correlation between earnings and dividend growth are strongly positive. The Asia-Pacific region is also a rich source of high-dividend companies relative to developed markets such as the US and Europe. There's also an even distribution of high-dividend companies across different sectors in this region, including in technology so that investors can generate good dividends in different phases of the economic cycle. Finally, we think that the US dollar is expensive and the end of the hiking cycle by the Fed should weaken the bullish momentum for the US dollar. A softer US dollar should be positive for emerging markets and Asian assets attracting international flows back into this region. In a future episode, we will discuss more about the individual markets in the region and the structural stories for long-term investors. So please make sure you subscribe and share this with your friends and colleagues. So three key takeaways. Number one, 
from negative return in the past few years, we believe that Asian equities are now in a better position to deliver positive return to investors. The earnings outlook is improving on the back of exports bottoming out, while domestic demand in the region is still recovering from the pandemic. Valuations are also undemanding, and historical data suggests a favorable probability to generate positive return in the next 12 months. The possible depreciation of the US dollar after the Fed is done with raising rates could also add to international capital flow into the region. In addition to more export-oriented sectors, Asian investors may also look at high-dividend stocks in the region. Better earnings has, in the past, drove dividend growth. And income from stock dividend is an important way to boost total return via a more consistent cash flow stream. Thanks for listening. As I mentioned earlier, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share this with your friends and colleagues, and also consider subscribing so you get the latest episodes when we release them. Many of the numbers and the facts we've mentioned in this episode is also available in the Guide to the Markets Asia. If there are other topics that you would like to hear from us, please reach out to your JP Morgan Asset Management representative. This content is intended for information only, based on assumptions in current market conditions and are subject to change. No warranty of accuracy is given. This content does not contain sufficient information to support investment decisions. It is not to be construed as research, legal, regulatory, tax, accounting, or investment advice. Investments involve risks. Investors should seek professional advice or make an independent evaluation before investing. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate, including loss of capital. Past performance and yield are not indicative of current or future results. Forecasts and estimates may or may not come to pass. JP Morgan Asset Management is the asset management business of JP Morgan Chase and Company and its affiliates worldwide.